0: Hi everyone, hope you're having an awesome day. I'm Oliver Koh, and you're listening to Malaysian Politics Explained, a podcast where we dive into the ins and outs of Malaysia's political system and discuss the policies that will help shape our future. This is the second episode in our Getting Involved series, where we dive into the different ways we, as regular Malaysians, can take part In the political system. In our last episode, we talked about voting and how you can register as a voter, a crucial first step in getting your voice heard by the people who run the country. Today, we're going to be going a little deeper and talking about how we can further push our ideas, even in between election years, through engaging in civic activism and joining civil societies. And we'll be going through a few key topics. The first is what is civic activism? Number two, why are civil societies and non governmental organizations or NGOs important in our political system? And three, how can you join a civil society? So, on to our first question what is civic activism? Civic activism means working to make a difference in one's community through involvement in volunteering, national service, or involvement. In public policies and decisions. Basically, it means the efforts of regular citizens in changing the society that they live in. Civic activism can take many forms, but today we're going to be talking about the one that, in my opinion, is the most effective and that brings the longest-lasting change. That being, joining a civil society or a non-governmental organization. So what are civil societies and NGOs? A civil society refers to an organisation created by people who have a focus on a similar cause or a similar interest, and they come in many different forms. An example would be a labour union whose mission is to ensure their members are well protected, but even a schools, PIBG or the church community that you belong to can be considered a civil society. NGOs, on the other hand, refer to a subset of these societies and are organisations of civilians on either a community, national or international level which aim to serve a social or political goal. Some examples of NGOs include Bersih in Malaysia which aims to ensure free and fair elections or the World Wildlife Fund (WWF), whose goal is to protect the environment or even Habitat for Humanity, which focuses on building homes for those in need and also for disaster relief. To sum up, civic activism refers to the work of regular citizens to change society. Civil societies or NGOs refer to the organized groups of these citizens who work towards a similar goal. Now, so why are civil societies important to civic activism? There are two main reasons, and the first is to push through specific policy goals of an organization. I think one very clear example of this is the Undi18 initiative, founded by Kira Yusri and Tama Pilai. If you haven't heard about it, you can go Google it but basically it is a movement which aims to bridge the gap between politicians, policy makers and youth. They managed to start an organisation which was able to conduct research as well as lobby different politicians in order to get a bill passed which reduces the voting age in Malaysia from 21 to 18. By banding together and pooling resources, more research can be done to develop and write policy proposals which can then be considered by the government of the day. This enables better quality policy to be implemented by the government which will be able to address key issues. And this model can be extrapolated to other policy areas as well like education with organisations like Teach for Malaysia and even mental health with organisations like Mental Illness Awareness and Support Association. There's also strength in numbers when pushing for policy goals. I'm sure many of us remember the peribahasa that goes, you know, bersatu kita teguh, bercerai kita Which means that together we are strong, but divided we will fall. And in politics, this is so true. A single person's voice may be ignored by politicians, but when people with similar ideas get together, they can demand to be heard or, you know, the politicians will risk being voted out in the next election. The second importance of civic activism is to ensure that politicians are held accountable, meaning that they fulfill their promises to the people and do so in a way that is free from corruption or special interests. Achieving accountable governance requires not only responsive governments or responsible people in power, but also active citizens and in order to have active citizens, it is important to have civil societies. Some societies like the rise of Sarawakian efforts or ROSE aim to engage the public through education. Others like berser provide a platform for citizens to engage in non-violent demonstrations. Regardless, res- research by groups like the Indices of Social Development indicate. That where there is a strong civic culture of political engagement and participation, countries are more likely to have effective service delivery, reduced corruption, and faster and more equitable economic growth. So, in essence, you know, civic activism through joining a civil society enables citizens to influence political decisions by coming together and also help ensure politicians are held accountable. Now, I know some of you are probably thinking, uh, that sounds like a lot of work. (laughs) I'm so swamped at the moment with my job or with my studies that I just don't have the time to get involved. Well, luckily for you, most civil societies don't require their volunteers to take on full-time positions. Many members just join in on activities, on weekends, or whenever they are free, so you can hold down a full-time job and still take part in our democracy. Now that sounds pretty good, right? I'm sure some of you are wondering, you know, how do I join a civil society? Well, if that's you, you're in luck because I've prepared a quick three-point guide on how you can join a civil society. I'll go over it quickly now, but don't worry, I'll leave it in the video description if you want to take a closer look. First, find something you're passionate about, an area of policy, and look for an organisation centred around that field. There are so many different civil societies which focus on different areas from environmental activism, gender equality, humanitarian work, political accountability, education, mental health, and many more. Ask yourself what do you think is a major issue in Malaysia? that you want to get involved in solving, in taking care of. More often than not, there will be like-minded people who have started a civil society to try and address these issues. The second step is to reach out and connect. Once you've found a society that interests you, get in touch with them by email or call. Now from experience, most civil societies are actually quite keen to expand their footprint and will gladly entertain your calls. Remember that they're just as equally likely to want you involved as you want to be involved. It's not a job interview, there's no stress. Try and get a sense of what activities they do, what their organization's values are, and try to figure out whether you'll be a good fit. And thirdly, if it all checks out, let them know that you want to be involved and ask to be added to a WhatsApp group or to see their list of scheduled events and now you get to be involved in running events and volunteering. It really is that easy. I really encourage everyone listening to try and at least have a look at some civil societies to see whether any of them interests you. That's all for this episode of Malaysian Politics Explained. Hope you guys enjoyed the content and if you have any ideas for future episodes, do let me know by DMing me on Instagram or on Facebook. And remember... Register to vote.